It measures 2.61 inches wide by 6.14 inches long, and the thickness is about 0.0043. It weighs right under a gram. 92% of Americans say they believe in God according to a new Gallup poll that shows only a slight decrease in the percentage of believers since the 1940s. Belief in God polled at 94% among all three age categories over 30 and at 96% in the American South. I think it would be unjust to not have a conversation about the Bible and about God as it pertains to money and capital. There are 2,000 verses in the Bible about money and 16 out of 38 parables in the Bible are about money. It's money in the left hand, capital in your right hand. Now, what's the difference? Money basically you pay your bills with it. Money is used to purchase goods and services for consumption. Capital, that piece in your right hand, is more durable and is used to generate wealth through investing or investments. Money in one hand and we have capital in the other hand. While money is used to purchase goods and service for consumption, capital is more durable and it is used to generate wealth through investments. So when I talk about investing and investments, understand it's not about telling you what to do with your hard earned money. It's about giving you a better understanding of the option as it pertains to money. If money is used to pay your bills and to purchase consumer, consumer products, then capital is used to double your money. And that's why, here we go back to that original example that I gave you with the $100 being in your pocket versus putting it into a savings account at 0.10 and understanding by using that rule 72, where you took 72 and divided it by the rate of interest paid to you, which is 0.10. I mean, it takes 72 years for that $100 to become $200. I wanna be clear on that. So capital is not anything to play with, and we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna have a real conversation today about capital and how it works. And the reason why we have to have it is because the book of Matthews talks about it. It doesn't use the word capital. You know, it refers to talents where one person was given five talents, another individual was given two talents, and the third individual was given one talent. And the one with the five talents took their five talents, invested it, and made 10. The one with the two talent also took his investment, invested it, and turned two into four. The one with the one talent took his and he buried it. He left it in his pocket. Like the example I gave with the $100. He left the $100 in his pocket. He dug it a hole and he put his talent in the hole. And then it was time to be accounted for. And the one with the five 
proved that he made 10 and he was given all of the well wishes and go forward and do more. The one with the two, same thing happened. I took my two and I made it four. He was wished well and he went on and was blessed. The one with the one talent, he did the total opposite. He buried it and he said I was scared. I feared that I would lose your money. So what happened at that point, he was called wicked, lazy, and sleuth. Why? Because he did not take the risk to invest and make his one talent into two. So it doesn't make a difference how much money you have, family. It doesn't make a difference how much money you have or how much capital you have. What makes a difference is that your effort goes into investing and that your goal is to at least double it. That's not my rule. We're talking Bible. Why are we talking Bible principles? Because 92% of Americans say they believe in God. Even on money, on the back of the money, in God we trust. But most, based on how we invest as Christians, it should say, in God we believe. I'll be right back. And we're back to Money Talks with Baxter Audibury. He's not just talking the talk, he's living it. And you can too. What's up, Keevan? What's up, folks? Not How only is he uh, uh, Keevan O'Brien, he's Minister Keevan O'Brien. And I must let you all know that Keevan and I, our relationship spans over, I'm going to say 30 plus years. He's a, um, he's always been an inspiration to those um, near and far in the city, from the top to the bottom. And we've always enjoyed uh, each other's conversation. 92% of Americans actually believe in God. 90, if if ninety two percent believe in God, then my reason for bringing that up is how it, how can we have a money talks conversation without talking about God? I found two scriptures that I shared with you, and I want you, if you don't mind, to read them. And let's start interpreting from there. Eight rules as it pertains to money, the Bible, and God. King James Version. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrow. And I'll give you the second from the Christian Standard Bible. It says, for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. And by craving it, by craving it, some have wandered away from their faith, from the faith, and pierced themselves with many griefs. The Christian Standard Bible says, for the love of money is a. The King James Version says, for the love of money is the. One is a, one is the. They, you know, they one in the same, but not necessarily one in the same. Exactly. One is easier to interpret. And root is not R-O-U-T-E. It's R-O-O-T. Right. So in order for a plant to grow or a tree to grow, the roots must first go which way, Kevin? They have to go out desire for something and work at something to harvest something for it to manifest back. So when I'm seeing in that King James verse where it says the love of money 
is the root of all evil. Well, in some places, it's it's stated that the lack of money mm-hmm. is the root of all evil because when you're liking for something, you tend to want to go after something. Right. And then one in the in the second one is talking about craving for it. That means desiring for stuff, right. lusting for stuff, mm-hmm. going after something. Mm-hmm. When you crave for something, it, it, it's like you hunger for it. See, if you haven't been taught, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, or, or if you haven't been planted uh, around someone that, to teach you how to nourish the positive route to go after the lack of for mm-hmm. something of mm-hmm. then uh, um, you know you won't end up craving you money versus capital while, while money is used to purchase goods and services for consumption capital is more durable and is used to generate wealth wealth through investing now not one time several times we talk about the evil of money but not one time has the Bible said anything about capital being a root to evil? No. The, the Bible speaks clearly for what it states. In order to operate that capital, you have to operate in faith, especially when you're liking for something but wanting something at the same time. You have to have faith that it's going to happen. You have to have some kind of belief that it's going to happen. That's the point I want to get to. So when we talk about in the beginning, God said, mm-hmm. let there be. Right. Right. So if we have a lot of people that's out saying how evil it is and how bad money is and money is not this and money is not that. What are they speaking into existence? Well, they're going to manifest whatever you speak, whatever your belief system is. That's what's going to manifest. If you speak an evil on money, you're going to get an evil on your return or on your capital. So you mean to tell me the people that are saying are saying that they're faith driven. But then talking down about how the root of all evil, faith and fear can't live in the same space. No, faith, faith, faith. Well, put it this way. Faith and fear always fought. Okay. Faith tell you what you can't have. Fear tell you what you can't have. Wow. Faith say you can go after fear tell you you can't do it. Right. Wow. Faith and fear always wrestle. So see those things as though they were. Double-minded man. This is number two. Unstable. In what? All their ways. So if one is thinking money and one is thinking capital, they're not one in the same. See, when we talk about God and we talk about the Bible, we talk about all of your needs being met. So when we talk about money, money is for consumption. Right. So money is for those needs that he already promised. Money is power and prayer is defense. So capital We can go into Matthew, but understand this money really is what we agree it is. And as we as it pertains to the Bible, it said money can be the root to all kinds of evil, depending on which way you operate with that capital. One was given five. (laughs) One was given two talents talents. and one was five talents, two talents, one talent. And it was not they never God could have said money. He gave them talents. And the goal was to double the talents. Mm-hmm. And one did not double his talent. He actually slept in the fear. Right. Dug a hole. Right. Hit it. Let's go. All right. Here's a doubter. A double-minded person is restless and confused in his thoughts, his action, and his and in his behavior. Such a person is always in conflict with himself. He has no defined direction. And as a result, doesn't get anywhere such a person is unstable in all that he does 
This is one of the reasons people need to embrace the difference between money and capital. For without this knowledge, double-mindedness as it pertains to money is certain. We're going to move on to number three. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God. He said, so that means that's spoken. He spoke it into into existence. So before it came into be, he spoke it. He spoke it. You have to believe it. You have to believe it. So when we talk about money versus capital, the prayer is not for what you was already given because the promise was money. Mm-hmm. Which was all of your needs will be met. Yeah, you, you meet your That's needs. Your yeah. your without without the money, you can't get the supply. You exactly. Need. So if we're gonna say, why would you pray for something you already have, Minister? You should be thankful for what you already have and and praying for something that you probably need or want. But He's the answer to all of that. Exactly. And so exactly. I'm, I'm giving it to you more on this side of heaven because I am who I am. Right. And I believe that whatever we believe in, mm-hmm. strongly believe in. Right. In faith, mm-hmm. in the word of trusting and knowing, wow, and believing, uh-huh. then you can receive it. You got to connect all those together in order to be a recipient of the blessing. You're tuned in to Money Talks Tuesday. My name is Thaxter Artie, and my special guest is Minister Kevin O'Brien. On the back of that money, because you said something, and I want to make sure that we get this right. On the back of the money, does it say, "In God we trust. believe," or "In God trust. we trust"? Trust. Not believe? God we trust. So most people you ask if they believe in God, they yes. But really, you gotta trust them and have true faith, right? Especially right. as it pertains to capital. Because we're not talking about money no more. We made the conversion from money to capital. That leads us to the number four. Our eight rules, you know, as it pertains to the Bible. There is a difference between money and capital. And there are over, what, 2,000 verses in the Bible about money? And also it states that we serve a rich God. This is Money Talks Radio. So how could I continue forth without a foundation? If 92% of Americans believe in God, and then most of the people that come up in the community that we come from, in the community that we serve, Fears progress financially. Well, because because okay, you got to understand now. Mm-hmm. When we're dealing with that kind of stuff, there there's the adversary working against that, right? So he plants. He's a planter of negativity, like we talked about. Things they they plant so you can miss the blessings. So you begin to crave for other things. And mm-hmm. when you when you when you don't have a clear mind. Mm-hmm. And connected with a clear spirit and a mm-hmm. clear life, mm-hmm. it's hard to get that abundance that you that that God really have for you. Right, and and that's where Satan, the, the evil, comes in at, okay. because we we begin to crave for either bad food mm-hmm. or too much good food. Right, and, and our health becomes bad, mm-hmm. and without our health, we can't become wealthy. Mm-hmm. Then if we got you know any type of foreign substance in us as drugs and things like that, we begin to crave other things. Right. And then that's where that evil gets in at. When it talks about getting understanding, I want your unbiased perspective as it pertains to money. The Bible's also saying fool and his money soon part. That's right. And so you got to be careful dealing with money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, if you don't have an understand that money is a tool, mm-hmm. 
money's your defense. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Right. And if you connect it with God and your biblical principles, you can operate to get that capital you talk about. There you go. So money is one thing, and money can be that root, that R-O-O-T to all kinds mm-hmm. of evil. But one way to block that money is to take care of your bills, let that money go. Everything left over is now capital. You instantly out exactly. of evil, mm-hmm. and you're into. You don't want to be that sleuth or wicked and lazy person that dug a hole and hit it, right? Right. So you instantly convert into a investor. Jay right. King and I were on the phone today with four other individuals. We are all on the party line. Yeah. We're talking nothing but investment. Every man today should have at least one stock. Yes. One form of ownership in a company and get him a card. And we have and to. speak those things as though they were. Yes. Like yes. God said. Yeah. And you tell people, here's my card. I am an investor. It doesn't make a difference whether you have one share or a hundred million shares. The key is is that you don't bury it. Right. You plant it somewhere. You don't plant it, it can't grow. That's right. And the same way with the word in us. If, if, if we're not taught to plant the word in it, it can't manifest. The only thing can manifest is what's in you, what's planted in you. And so if if all you got is evil in you and right. evil intent in you, right. that's all you're going to manifest. It's rooted. It's, it's rooted. rooted. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it's called a bitter root. That's what kind? A bitter root. Our number five, which you kind of briefed on, a fool in his money is soon parted. Give me your perspective on that. Well, well, it's like if you, if you ever had a nice suit on and you reach into your pockets and you got a hole in it. Right. And you put your change in your pocket and just fall on the floor and all your nickels and your coins just roll everywhere. Right. And if somehow or another you manage to pick up 25 pennies, but actually 50 hit the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, and you just can't gather them all together. So, you know, it's like having sand in your pocket in other words but when when you root it correctly mm-hmm. you can drop it in it's not gonna fall out it's not gonna run away from you it's gonna stay with you right and that's what's good about planting you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and harvesting on good soil though right what kind good soil fertile you know what fertility so it could germinate exactly <laughs> you know what one of my little spiritual leaders i call her little spiritual it's her name is paley paley uh-huh. said thaxter until you get a harvest, everything you possess is seed. Yes. Wow. And that's what she does. She doesn't sway from the Bible. She doesn't sway from the word. You got a question. She say, no well, doubt. well, what does the Bible say? You spend money, you invest capital. You spend money, you right. invest capital. Yep. So how much have you seen millionaires that come up with the same mindset that we came up in? Just spend money and rarely invest it. See that all the time. You know, it's called bankrupt. You know, uh, expand on it a little. The lack of understanding, the mm-hmm. literacy, you know, of not knowing any better. Right. You know, right. unfortunately, you know, we look at a lot of our athletes, you know, you look back at their careers, some of them had promising careers, but money was something that. They probably was never taught, thought, thought, even thought about having that type of money. Right. Or come from families that have that type of money. So when they got it, they just thought, hey, look, it's celebratorial time. And they just spent their money. Right. Recklessly and aimlessly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, default at the vault. Family. That's 
money, capital investment 101, 102, 103, 104, yes, 105. Sir. You get because we want to get super intelligent. The fact of the matter is we have to be honest. And the truth is we just spin the consume. We eat up our seed. Right. We have to learn to respect money. When you disrespect money, when you disrespect it, you got to respect it now. Mm -hmm. For what it is. For what it is. Because it is not capital. Because when you spend it recklessly and aimlessly, that means you have no respect for money. And you have not no that investment. You, and you have no investment. You have no return. You're not, you're not mm -hmm. going to get nothing on mm -hmm. your capital. You That's have unfertile soil. Hey, man, you just got a hurricane in your pocket. There you go. And the wind is blowing it everywhere. Okay, we're getting to number seven. The talents. One was given five, one was given two, and the other was given one. Give me your interpretation on the two, the one with the five, and the one with the two. I'll had, break it down. Had capital. The one with the one had money. Break it down. Decisions that you make with your money. Choices. The choices, decisions, you know, the outcome versus the income. You got to know. Um, when you okay, you have you have talents. Okay, he blessed you with the talents. He blessed you with the understanding, but also he created everybody equally. Mm -hmm. And so once you come out of come into that mindset, when you get your return on your talents, mm -hmm. it's what you do with the money after you get it. That's all I can tell you. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. But the thing about it is, like you're saying here, if you have not been taught, find somebody that can teach you how to handle money. That's right. the best thing I can tell you. And search, judge not. And judge not. And mm -hmm. search out somebody and say, hey, look, uh, Jamie, James, or Bob, I, I watch you guys all my life. I notice you have a store or you have a company. I have some money. You know, and I have some trust in you, but I'm not going to give it all to you, but I'm going to trust you with a certain amount. Can you teach me or show me the way? Or go to school. Educate yourself. Number eight. Given it shall be given. Given it shall be given. You said in an answer that was part of your answer of the talents in number seven, get with somebody that have. Minister, Brother Keevan. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of individuals that misappropriate their next step with this actual verse, given it shall be given. It didn't say receive and you will get. That's the promise. The comeback is the promise. The, you, you you should, but you first must give. And then it's the promises that you will receive. If you want to receive some knowledge from Minister Keevan, it's never about what you can get. It's all about what you can bring to the table. It's And it doesn't make a difference how much it is. We have grown up in a society that has taught us to take at the expense of never receiving. If you don't get nothing else out of these eight uh, 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 um, topics that we just discussed as it pertains to the Bible, get that one. And get understanding. Get it. Get, get it, it, get it, it. get the understanding. So, for you. giving it shall receive. What? Give, give them your thought on giving it shall receive, real quick. Giving is something is something that you give and you don't look for nothing in return, and then you get blessed and you receive something. But you're going to be a recipient because His word does not come back void. That's something. Even the sinner man gives and gets gets something on his return. <laughs> even the who? What man? The sinner man. Okay. The center man gives. A lot of times, that's why you see all these hood players running around with everything that they got because they do give. They're getting something back. Right. Now, they may not get the eternal prize. Right. 
Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? But I'm talking about on this natural side. God does not shortstop. His word does not come back void. Everybody that you know that gives, look at their life and you'll see that they're a recipient. Give me something, two minutes, on a Martin Luther King speech. He says, some five score years ago, a great American whom symbolic shadow we stand. This great American signed the Emancipation Proclamation. This momentous decree had came as great beacon sunlight hope for million of Negro slaves. It had come as joyous daybreak to end their long night of captivity. But he said 100 years later, yes, 100 years later, the life of the black man still lingers in the corners of America's society and finds himself in exile in his own land. 100 years later, the black man is still sadly crippled by racism. 100 years later, we're still fighting today for what our ancestors fought for 100 years ago. That's a little bit of Dr. King with a little bit of me with a twist on it. That's Minister Keevan O'Brien. My name is Thack Starterbeer. You've been tuned in to Money Talks Tuesday. We love you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And we're going to have him back up in October to conclude. One love. One love.